0: Paul Dummett is 4.2. But
1: when was the last time Newcastle ever had a clean sheet? Yesterday! (laughs) But that wasn't supposed to happen! I
2: know it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to happen! (laughs)
1: All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko.
2: Gentlemen, welcome back to another pod. Another week. I never another knew Brian's
1: I never knew who Brian's going to be. It's like just, just me just, tonight. He, he honestly threw me off because he just said his name.
0: You wanted me we wanted me to be Nick Foles again?
2: No. Nobody wants that. I'm sorry Scott, I interrupted you as usual. Super Bowl is old news. It's all good. Super Bowl is old news. It's on to the Olympics. Mike Tirico. That's right. Mike Tirico here in the United States. Rebecca Lowe. That's The the best thing about the Olympics is you get to see more of Rebecca Lowe. She is awesome. She's great. We like Rebecca Lowe. But we're not here to talk about Rebecca Lowe.
0: This is not an Olympic podcast. In the
2: Olympic contest. Scott wishes
0: this was an Olympic
2: podcast. That's true. I watched a lot of Olympics over the weekend. But we're here to talk about the last 10 matches of the Premier League, Game Week 27. More... Points, probably this past game week in your fantasy lineup than in game week 26. Yeah, definitely. This was a good week. Lots of goals again. Not so good for most defenders, but we'll get to that. There's a few that benefited from some clean sheets. Come on, you Swans! There it is, which (laughs) I listened to you guys last week and did not buy a Swans defender, thank you very much, Bought a Burnley defender instead. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, You should have one of each. Really? That's where we're going now? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> what I have. <laughs> okay, great. Well, let's get to it. We're going to have some of the segments you know and love. We're going to have uh, an Arsenal moment from Dave. I've got a uh, waste Cameron Jerome, Wasteful Player of the Week Award, yep. gold, silver, and bronze medal award winners.
1: Holy smokes, it was that
2: much. In the spirit of the Olympics. I Thanks, think we
0: man. also have a, a, not the first time maybe, but a potential uh, fantasy minus half point to Whoa. give away this Brian week. Yes
2: all right let's well, let's do it Yeah we
0: should get to the matches
2: All right he's taking away one of my segments but that's okay I see well, that. I'm okay no, with I'm that. not I'm
0: adding two.
1: With a minus Yeah yeah exactly explain that add with a minus I'm Adding
2: to
0: the total amount of what we're <laughs> providing uh, in addition to whatever else we're going to bring which we should get to now
2: Does it have anything to do with shin pads
0: it doesn't. It okay. actually has something to do with something not shinpad pad related.
2: Okay, very good. <laughs> well then let's get to it so we can get to that yes. as quickly as possible. Tottenham 1, Arsenal nil. We start with the North London Derby. Harry Kane levitates
1: in the air to score the lone goal. Hangs up there. In this one. Listen, it's easy to hang in the air when you're holding a defender <laughs> oh, down. That's so stupid. Is right, that where Brian? we're going with this? <laughs> no, no. It was a, it was a good one. You know, game. I, I mean, felt like I wanted it to be that, but it wasn't
0: that. I felt like because it was so it was so even in the first half and Spurs yep. were so clearly better in the second half. Yep. That, and they both had great chances in the second half. I feel like this was such a very clear decisive victory. I
1: thought it was a fair result.
0: Yeah. It easily could have gone 1-1. Yep. If It should have, honestly.
1: But it easily could have been, in fact I I I had here Arsenal was lucky. The Spurs didn't score more. Harry Arson was unlucky not to score.
0: Harry Kane kicked the ball so hard at check on that one shot, and it went directly at, at him. Yep. That the volley ones, the that one he place, had was one absolutely hammered, Yeah. and it went straight at check.
1: The one place that it, it couldn't yeah. score was right at check's chest. That's one of chest. the hardest shots I've ever that's seen. That's tough to say. Say check's chest. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm not tough going to say.
0: To. I'm not saying it to okay, you. Okay, fine. I'll say it when I get home.
1: I, l- l- listen, check was sort of a surprise start.
0: He was. That's why I, I was going to say shocking start for a guy who was it, a major doubt immediately after uh, when you guys yeah. destroyed Everton.
1: Yeah, I was. Oh, because
0: Umar so, is the one that kicked him.
1: Yeah. So I I didn't know what to think anymore. Now seeing him start uh, because there's benefits to having him out there, and then there's you know there's not sometimes and but whatever he, he's going out there he's probably our best goalkeeper
0: as soon as i saw the the lineups i thought somewhere scott is laughing his head off because, because aaron ramsey is not not playing. was not part of the team
1: i know that i was really fr- i was disappointed but what was w- so wild is like well i mean you know we do have the phil jones injury protocol that we can always go to to check to see if someone's ready to play or we not. We don't. So surely that would have told us.
0: <laughs> we don't. And if there was one, we would have found out that Aaron Ramsey picked up a minor groin strain yeah. during practice
1: on Friday. Yeah, he I wonder if he had a call from Andy Carroll. Next year,
2: I'm going to find the 11 most injured guys, and I'm going to create a team with them, my all-injury team. <laughs> and if if it's, Daniel Sturridge is still in the Premier League next year,
1: he'll lead the line. Carroll and Sturridge
2: will play up front. Uh-huh. Ramsey will definitely be in the midfield. Bill Jones Phil is definitely Jones your, yep holding things down at center back. It's going to be a great great lineup. uh yeah, Jack sure.
0: Butland's easily your keeper. Yeah, that's right.
2: That's good. That's good. Um,
0: <laughs> Aaron Ramsey fourth most transferred in A for lot of the Fantasy people. Premier League. By fourth way, most transferred in by game time Saturday.
2: You, you keep wanting to give out relevant things. I just want to get back to team ideas <laughs> that I have for FBL this <laughs> year. Oh, <later sure>. <laughs> right. I'd like to get to where there's enough guys to be able to do an All American team. I don't oh, think that man. exists yet. No, no but I'd not. like to get there. I might have to do. We weird, can like, dream. We, I might we have might be to do be, that weird military base
1: thing that, that we do yeah. with German Americans. So we frequently. might be
2: twenty
0: years away from that.
2: What? Don't you feel I, like there'd be there, that there's,
1: I bet there's more. We could probably do that in the Bundesliga. Can I buy I think Christian more Pulisic? In, the, in the Bundesliga. No. As a, as a prospect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure.
2: <laughs> in my all-American Look, team. Look, there's
1: enough in this game. Let's get back okay, to it. Okay, fine. All right, so... Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey is a shock non-start to a lot of people. Oh, he's not even... In. A, he's a non-in-the-squad. I mean,
0: going into this week, I would have thought... I can prove it by text messages to someone else that's in our league who asked a question. And I, my exact words were not this week. Right. I wouldn't have done it. But did I you, wouldn't have done it for we, this match anyway. Just because it was And scars. maybe not even for the next one against because City. Because it's City. So I, I mean obviously he scored. I think he did score. Didn't he score the goal or did he assist the goal? Uh, the last time, in the last times
1: they played City, I don't recall. It's
0: not that he can't be effective. It's just that after the City match, Arsenal's schedule is, is like brilliant. Yeah, it's like it's like a, a they, soft, fluffy. They could meadow. win
1: six or seven in a row, maybe. right? So
0: maybe, <laughs> and not that not that he couldn't have done anything in this, and I'm sure it would have been better for Arsenal had he been there. But yeah, but yeah, I don't know that I would have done it anyway in this match. Either way, uh, I'm sure everyone that d- that picked him up was. Um, not happy to it see was, that his groin had flared up. was out.
1: so I was so frustrated watching the second half and a lot of the first half too because I feel like Arsenal could never string together passes. It it was um passes weren't passes weren't going to people like they should have uh and then when guys would receive the balls they uh it wasn't soft and uh man it just it was it was uh, and credit to Spurs. Listen, there are Energetic pressing team, and they're you, all over the place. Do so, you I feel mean, like
0: it's? Uh, I mean, among all the hateful, mean things you can say to yourself about this, don't you feel like having to admit that that Spurs were just really, really
1: good? No, they in were. This game? Well, so uh, you look at it, and you're like, well, I hated losing, but it, it's not like they were losing to a bad team, right? Spurs have been playing pretty good. They just went through a stretch. They just took seven points from Liverpool, Arsenal, and United. That's a, great. That's a good stretch. Yeah. And it's like – so I'm not – and listen, Arsenal is, is – yeah, they looked great last week against Everton. And, and you know, maybe some day, some weeks you get a bad Everton, some weeks you get a good Everton. This week was a good Everton. But bottom line is for, for Arsenal, you know, they're still trying to maybe work some kinks out. I But I thought they should have looked better in the second half. I, they really struggled getting, in my opinion, getting the ball to the front line to – Ozil McTarian and as the game went on and as they made subs, Ozil ended up going back and playing uh, sort of back uh, where Santi Kazorli used to play back when he would play with Conklin a few years ago, literally right in front of the defense so he could get the ball. Like they could not get him the ball up in a, up in an advanced position. And, um, and then he was able to start making – to be a little bit more influential on in the game because for a lot of the game he, he was trying – but it it wasn't from a lack of effort. So but they just couldn't get the ball to him and McTarion. So guess so, so two weeks ago, going into this
0: past match week, yeah. uh Henrik McTarian was was purchased by nearly three hundred thousand people. Yeah. It was, after the it was, after the three it was assists? not terribly far off of doubling his ownership after the three assist match. Right. Guess what number transfer out? He is... Oh, that, that'd be a mistake.
2: $150,000. i will say half. Guess,
0: okay, so guess what number he is on the most transferred out so far this is match Is he week? number
1: one on the most transferred out?
0: No. He is, I'll say he's in the top ten. Guess what number he is on the most transferred out list for this week. Two. Dave? Five. Number five. Dave, you're close. It's seventh. He is the seventh most transferred out... This week. Do you feel like that is one of the weirdest knee-jerk reactions you've yeah. ever seen?
2: Except I have a legitimate question. Yeah? Which Mkhitaryan That's and Aubameyang is real? Everton match
1: or Tottenham match? Everton Dave? match. I think, well, it's somewhere in between, right? I mean, it always
2: typically in questions Obama like Yang's never going to have a good match when he has to work hard to do well. That's just not – it's not his – it's not how it happens for him. Um, he doesn't work to get the ball. He needs service. Yeah, it's got to be given to him. Right. I have yeah.
0: a question When you're – He's not going to go I get have it. A question like, question you mentioned
2: Ozil going and getting it. He had yeah. – Aubameyang never's gonna, he's well, but, never is going to – But he's, he's playing in a different position. Aubameyang is a lazy <laughs> – Let me just say it like that.
1: I think it's a little early to call him that. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: I've seen enough of him play
1: across multiple countries. Look, I, in three weeks I might be agreeing with you. Okay. I'm not sure. I mean, he scored more goals in the last three years than anyone in the big five top five leagues. Put me down for lazy. Fair. <laughs> I like it. Be bold with it. I like it. I like it. Twelve and, goals. And no I, more. Listen, I might be. You might, as I had to recant some Salah hate, you mm-hmm. might have to recant that. I feel really good about saying that. Though. And <laughs> and that's good. Good. Yeah. McTarion,
2: so, though, I think he's closer I, to the Everton. I now. was
0: going to say, I feel like... I I really don't understand so his price was seven point six three weeks ago. Three when he, three yes. weeks ago. When, when he came to right. Arsenal it was so seven point six. It already went it was starting to go up or as soon as he got as soon as he was transferred, so now he he's up two tenths. I have the and solution. Already now thirty thousand people almost have transferred him I out. Have the I have the like, solution. Do you know who they're buying? Um, they might be buying Marco or exactly not. Exactly
2: right. That's exactly it. Uh,
0: they could also they could also be buying it's be tough uh, They we'll could we'll also be that. buying Shakiri and saving themselves some money. But anyway.
2: I am so angry at Shakiri. Dave to him in time. Let's yeah, let's keep this train moving. Dave, I have a question. Yeah.
0: So there's the suggestion you saw it, I'm sure, that Obama Yang ruined Lacazette. Lacazette. No. Is that the case? Do you feel like that is what got into Lacazette's head that made him miss some fairly easy shots? Is this an, is this a Zlatan Lukaku uh, maybe Zlatan
1: Lukaku light? Well, I want to give I want I kind of want to get on him a little bit and then also give him a little bit of credit because he shows I feel like he shows his emotions on his face. Like I feel like whatever a Lacazette's feeling, you can look at him and see it. And know exactly what, what he's feeling. So, in other words, I feel like he needs to hide it a little bit more. On the other hand, I almost give him credit for some honesty, but it looked like he was trying too hard. It, it felt like he was trying too hard and like he had to go out there and prove something. And, um, you know, it's just probably his personality. I think he's an excellent player and, and I think he'll be fine. He's when they, I think he'll be, Obamian uh, cannot play in Europa. So, you know, Lacazelle, he'll be starting those games in Europa League. Um, I wish Wenger would find a way to, to play them more together. Granted, it's only been a f- couple games, and maybe that will happen. But uh, th- like, there's some players I'd rather not see come on. The other thing was this. I thought it was weird. When he did come on as a sub, He Lacazette went to the middle and Aubameyang went to a wing. I guess I would have had that the other way around, but then again, I'm not a Premier League manager. so Yeah, there's Arsene Wenger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well. well, shot Scott shooting the barbs. So, anyways, it, it was interesting. I, I don't think it ruined him, but it definitely looked like he was trying too hard. Would you agree to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's got to be in his head a
0: little bit. Yeah, I think so. Because now he feels now he's got to prove himself all over again. If if he had to prove himself in the it, first, it's place. it's so interesting.
1: But, you just got to get one goal, right? It's, it's all you want. is just a, a yeah. uh, easy goal, and honestly, he kind of had one. But the whole game, uh. That we, we we didn't reference it. That first offsides call where Obama had a one on one with with Larry, Yeah, was,
0: that was too close. It was too close to call. Do you feel like it, it was a, it, an unfair call? I think he was mostly onside. I
1: think he was mostly onside too.
0: So yeah, that definitely could have that definitely would have changed everything.
1: Like you referenced the week before, he was offside. Yeah, And he was benefited from the call. So it's just karma, man. So yeah, sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. I'm not going to cry about that. Arsenal had their chances, and honestly, they were lucky. Spurs soccer. didn't score more. Soccer,
0: soccer karma,
1: not let's real. Let's reference fantasy to this, to the Spurs. Does anything changed with Spurs?
0: Yes, something does change with Spurs. Thus ends Tottenham's hateful Premier League run of matches. Yeah they get 7 out of 7 points out of a possible 9 yeah. in those three matches that were so terrible which is really good matches against Chelsea and Manchester City in the first and third weeks of April every other match the remainder of the season against not top 6 teams yeah uh, one of the weirdest transfers out again, uh, in addition to McTarian, Hyun Ming Sun is that weird? Because I'm actually debating selling him from Marco. So that's probably the even swap, and I'm sure anybody under eight dollars is a, is a good swap. I just think it's weird to get rid of him. Like, if you haven't, got, like I sold him. On my wild card, a you're, few weeks you're saying
1: the timing is weird. Yeah, I, I just think that now because of the fixtures, right?
2: It's, yeah, but it's because he hasn't scored many points for
0: right. A he's
1: while. he's gone two, three, two, three this in is his four last weeks. four weeks. So That's
0: right. so I get I get not wanting to not wanting to have him now, but it just seems odd now that they're headed into you know they go to play a decimated Crystal Palace. Brian, would you match.
2: recommend someone sell Sun or Walcott? I'm think
0: I'm trying to figure out if if there's any way that I can possibly get Sun back. Really. Yeah. So I feel like as far as strategy goes, you saw the effectiveness of the strategy of doubling up on if you had Aguero and De Well, I'm thinking well, either two. Or, oh, so any you. two right. of those city guys. Uh, so Aguero, the De Bruyne and and Sterling. And Sterling yeah. If you had Firmino and Sala yep. this week, yep. Kane obviously scored, but nobody else really nobody else did anything in the midfield, but this but you're not expecting a ton of output in the last three weeks from the from much of Tottenham. Kane got got his, so you're fine with Kane. I'm just thinking, Son's the guy. Son assisted Eric Lamella when they beat uh when they won their their FA Cup replay against who was it Newport, Newport County. So uh, he assisted Kane, or you know he assisted Kane in the match. Pri- in, you know in the match prior to that. Like Son is still part. Son's not going anywhere. No. So and I feel like like it could be the same thing with Christian Eriksen too. So I don't see a, a, t- to me. I feel like that is not a bad strategy doubling up on those guys just because they're the attacking
2: guys. I note the omission of deli there, and I second it. I only, I just... I'm not with til, you. Not until you see it. I'm with you.
0: Where's that guy's head at, man? It's, yeah,
1: no, it, that's right. his head is way too inconsistent. Bad choice of words. I agree. You, you never know what, what kind of sandwich you're going to get. You right. never know what kind of deli you're going to get when you... Deli that's, sandwich when you... That's true. ...going to go out there It's just the that he's also $9, And so that's technically 8.9. So he's dropping still.
0: So it's still like, you know that there's a, there's 10 other guys that you'd rather have than him right now. Yeah. Either just slightly above or or below
2: him. Dave, is there anything else you want to say about your club before we move on?
0: I have one more thing I want to say about your club whenever you're done here.
1: No, I don't, but I hate losing to Spurs, but all things considered, it could have been worse. (laughs) And, I think uh, I think there are a lot better days ahead for Arsenal and, and I do like the way things are going.
2: Okay. Optimistic?
0: Two other things actually. Okay. Sorry that we're dragging this on for 12 minutes. Longer. First yeah. of all <laughs> First of all, Dave. Speaking of good schedules. Yeah. After the City match. Yeah, right. oh, yeah, yeah. Which is like a month away it feels like in real in, in real Premier League schedule time. They only play Manchester United out of the top six, and that's on April 28th. Yeah. Six of the last 10 matches for I'm not Arsenal. In for,
1: I'm not in form United right, right now. Well, right
0: now. Six of their last ten, six of the last 10 are at home. Which they've been really good at all year. Right. So you get six of 10 at home the remainder of the season. Yeah. I feel like whatever badness is going on with them and whatever happened here, whatever letdown this was, I feel like they could easily brush that aside. I think uh, so in this remainder, I think so, of the and that's what I'm schedule. hoping for.
1: One uh, thing go ahead. Go ahead. The, la- other the thing. last thing
0: I was gonna say, hey, Ben Davis is on fire again. Uh annoying. An assist, three bonus points, finishes with twelve total points yeah. for this. Seventh straight start because Danny Rose is not match fit after his injury that he picked up a while ago. He's up to five point six. I know people have been paying attention to this. I feel like we haven't mentioned his name in a while just because yep. I think because of the rotation of the right and left left backs with them. So but Ben Davis back up again. And if you want to jump on that before Danny Rose gets healthy and they're rotating again, you might as well do it now.
1: I wanted to say this real quick. Guess who you know when when you look at where the bonus points are coming from, how the players are rated? Yeah. I thought this was crazy interesting. All four Spurs defenders and the goalkeeper were the only f- five, were were there five players listed yeah. that received notable bonus points. Yeah. In a game that they win one nothing when the possession's pretty much 50-50 and Spurs got a few more shots on goal than Arsenal did, I just thought it was interesting with Kane scoring and and all the other offensive players that Spurs have. It was their defense that got yeah. all the bonus points. Yeah, and I was that really was surprising to me.
0: Yeah, usually when the forward scores, it's almost a guarantee they're going to get. Kane the wasn't bonus even listed. He's not even.
1: Yeah, he wasn't close. Very, which, which tells you he had limited touches. Yep. he's so good at when he does get touches at making them happen.
2: City five, Leicester one. Jamie Vardy put in what was essentially a consolation goal for his FPL owners. The real story here is Raheem Sterling overcoming his wastefulness last week and then the return of
1: the quarter pounder, Sergio yeah, Aguero. That's wow.
0: right. Boy, did he ever come back strong with a quarter pounder?
1: I, I sold him one week too soon. You sold Aguero? I did. And and I don't own him. And it couldn't have been more painful to watch bet. that fantasy wise. Uh the only reason why i sold him not necessarily cuz i i thought he was going to do bad i was just concerned with the upcoming onslaught of schedules he might miss a game or two yeah of sorts and man i did it way too soon way too soon i mean
0: i don't know what else there is to say about this other than i've never i agree with anyone who like men and blazers asked what personal vendetta or hate he, they, that Aguero had for Casper Schmeichel to <laughs> kick a ball at him so hard. <laughs> that shot was ridiculous. <laughs> that shot was so hard. It bounced twice and almost three times from bar to ground to net. Yeah. Like, that was so... Cr- that was just the, a wicked, evil shot yeah. that he put at Schmeichel. Yeah.
2: I was one who did not stay patient with Kevin DeBrowne I chose to go to Aguero and have Kane and Aguero up front no I actually kept him right so I, I kept Sterling and DeBrowne but I let Aguero go sure now I don't regret selling DeBrowne for Aguero no but uh that is something that those who did keep the faith with Kevin DeBrowne they benefited big time and I'm saying this because this leads into Scott's stat of the day okay
1: and now it's time for Scott's stat of the day
2: which is the number fourteen? That is the number of assists Kevin De has in the Premier League this season. Far and away, the most
1: among all Premier League players. You know who's who's going to be catching him soon, Brian? Uh, Christian. Yeah, Benteke. Christian Benteke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Christian Benteke. Uh,
2: now, I got scared when I read that this was Manchester City's last league match of the month. Yeah, we are recording this on Monday, February twelfth. And it's a 28-day month. It's a short month, but yeah. still, to read that this is the last match of the month for Manchester City terrified me, until yes. I realized there's no match week this upcoming weekend. Yep. There's no midweek match week for the next couple of weeks. It's just about two full weeks until the next midweek match week. Yep. And because Manchester City are playing in the League Cup and in the FA uh, League Cup final and in the FA Cup, Manchester City's league match against Arsenal is delayed till Thursday, March first.
1: So listen, I thought that City and Arsenal were going to end up with a double match week. They do not. They don't. Somehow they they bookend their games on Saturday and Sunday and Monday. That's the weekend of the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth. And then they close it out on Thursday. Thursday. Thursday is the last and because City's
2: playing so many matches. And then boom the, the
1: next the next from so from Thursday Afternoon in the U.S., Thursday night in Europe, to, to Saturday Sunday. morning, mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon, obviously, in Europe. Yeah, that's when the next that, match yeah, next match, match week starts. It's the
0: perfect amount of time for Gabriel Jesus to recover fully and, and cause everyone a headache yep. by the time he comes you're, back. You're again.
1: exactly right, and that's what I was worried about when I sold him. I just sold him too soon. The only thing I regretted was captaining
2: Kane instead of Aguero
0: this yeah, past weekend. I can understand that. I will say uh, for what it's worth even though he's not high on the list uh, Aguero is uh, he's on the list he's on the page I should say the transfer out so the transfers out It's, I mean, interesting. it's only I, I well, get I mean,
1: he's it's not that interesting because I think people are tons of be people are I mean tons of people are trying
0: to get him obviously I mean he's already up to twelve he's a full twelve dollars now which I feel like is really high Uh but yeah, I mean, the FPL themselves are are cautioning people because he doesn't play again till you know, until next month and is probably soon going to have the potential Yeah, potential technically of he's going to be
1: the, technically it's the
2: same match week as everyone else. They're going to play in three other competitions before they play again
1: in And now and that was right. that's what my concern was I already. Hey, Riyad Mahrez,
2: yeah, welcome back, Riyad Mahrez.
1: In the squad and gets subbed on. How
2: yeah. funny was it when he came on and every fan for both clubs I know
0: everyone him. was happy to see him out there. <laughs> the, it, um, just something to just something to consider with Mahrez. I know probably not many people are rushing to add him back to their team.
1: I want to reference before the January transfer window, and there was controversy right at the end. For those of you who maybe have never listened to us. He was one of the hotter players going yep. into the transfer window. I would say, window. should Arguably have had him. Yeah. But, was, was
0: trying to do everything I could to get him. But yeah. the later
1: into January, I yeah.
2: got the more unlikely it was I was going to go after him because I knew that if he did not get sold, yeah. that on February 1st, he would be a mental basket kicker. And, and you were exactly right. And
0: I used a, I think I either used an extra transfer or something the week that, you know, going into the, the week that he uh, ended up sitting. Um, Staying home, yeah. So I, so I, I, got rid of him as fast as I possibly could. Worth mentioning.
2: He, by the way, he's got to do something if I'm going to consider him.
0: I was going to say. So that's what I was going to say is, w- what would it take for you to get him back? I would say then the next two. So the next two matches for Leicester are at home. They play Stoke and Bournemouth at home, and then after that they play at West Brom. In the reverse fixtures, all those reverse fixtures, uh, he scored against West Brom and Stoke. Mares did. He only played 15 minutes for some reason the last time they played Bournemouth. But just worth mentioning. According, he, he yes. has already ha- he's already played against and done well, obviously against According these same
1: teams. To Danny Simpson via the Daily Mail, hmm. he said that Mares talked to the team and the air's been cleared. In other words, he he came in and said whatever he had to say, and it's I guess the boys looked at him and said, all right, game on. Brian.
0: I think Mark Albrighton said kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about there being no bad blood, and Puel's been saying that, and everybody's saying that, so who knows? Yeah,
2: well, they're probably right. But here's the thing. If I'm going to buy a midfielder in the second tier, it's going to be Marco. Yeah. And if I'm going to own... A Leicester player, it's going to be Jamie Vardy. Yes. I still own Harry Maguire. He's not as attractive, but I, I'm not going to rush to sell him. Nope. I'm going to use my matchups to maybe avoid him if I need to. Right. If I'm going to buy another Leicester player, the next one's going to be Jamie Vardy, the goal scorer. Yeah, for sure. Red Mars is nowhere on my radar. I probably won't even consider him for the rest of the season. Well,
0: what would he have to do, three in a row? At least. He scored three yeah, in well, a row? It or like two. had some kind of return
2: in the, yeah. in the next two? If he has two amazing matches, I I'll... Eat, grow, or just something, arms. right? And, and assist indoor goal. But it's gonna have to be something where he's gonna have to make me want to sell Sun or Walcott, right? Somewhere yeah, that close would be to his range.
0: Yeah, because you're not. There's nobody in the. There's nobody in the midfield, at least right now, uh, above him. So everyone above him, unless unless you're talking about Delhi, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe Mane.
1: Oh, no. Maybe Ozil. Well, it, it just depends on what he does. Right. right? That's what I'm it saying. So
0: everyone above him, you're not getting ready. Like, if you have Sanchez, you are committed to Alexis Sanchez. Right. So okay. everyone else, Hazard, Salah, Debrowna, you, you know, really. Mane, Erickson, Sterling, those guys are, I feel like are are yeah. fixtures. Like, it's you are locked in thing. on those guys.
2: There's so many midfielders performing, and had, right. have been performing.
0: Everyone below him, like, son, Gilfie. Yeah. Like, we'll get to him. Right. Like Interesting. There's tons of dudes right under him where you're just like, "No, I'd probably rather take the extra cash on Theo Walcott even right now."
1: Fun stat on Jamie Vardy. I think he's the first player in uh English Premier League history to score against like the top 6 clubs in the same season. Yeah. And I thought that was that's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, he continues to be impressive.
0: Uh Manchester City's defense continues to leak at some point every a, match a no goal matter what or something. Ona one of the top transfers out of all players this week.
2: Is now the time to sell or stay with him?
0: Uh well, if you're everyone else, if you're the if you're the the group think here, you're selling him.
2: Will they have a clean sheet at Arsenal in their next Premier League match? Probably not. Probably not. I can't imagine that they would.
1: Ramsey will play too. Will and he? I think
0: the well, other I, well, I think <laughs> the other issue is John Stones is healthy, and he subbed on for Odomendi, even though it was only for nine minutes. Uh, Odomendi was subbed off for someone, I think for one of the only times that's happened all
1: season. City and Arsenal end up playing like twice in in a span of like three or four days. We've talked about. And so that's going to be interesting.
0: I think the City-Arsenal rematch is going to be great i my i feel what, like it the will cup be match
1: like the cup final no well or yes
0: that too but i feel like the i feel like the premier league match yeah. at, is, arsenal. at arsenal is going to be great the same way it was great when they had when, to go back and play liverpool yeah. at liverpool yeah. like
2: I, i'd like to see what happens if arsenal wins the league cup final if that deflates look, City for again
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with this i want Arsenal to win that game more, so that City can't win multiple trophies, yeah. as opposed to then Arsenal just win a meaningless League Cup. Like, talk- it. It will mean more to City, yeah, because they can say they won the a quadruple. double, right? Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah,
2: yeah. no. We've talked about Loris Carius being the great Liverpool experiment. Now, in in light of Odomendi being sold, uh-huh. would you consider buying Virgil?
0: Yeah, I definitely would consider buying Virgil. Is
2: he an upgrade on Nicholas Otamendi?
0: I think he's I think he's a full dollar cheaper and I feel like you could really use that money. I and feel it, I feel like, like it's a, I feel like it's about equal in terms of risky defense and goal threat.
1: We'll get to Liverpool's defense. Let's, yeah. let's
0: wait. But
2: that might be my bias all the week. Newcastle won Manchester United nil, Matt Ritchie pod favorite with the lone goal in this one.
0: I'm wearing a shirt. You about are Newcastle. wearing a shirt. I'm wearing my Newcastle shirt Yes, tonight. you are. 47 Brand, go go check out their amazing selection of... of uh, of. That's not, not an amazing selection. They have a very carefully a carefully uh, hand-selected group of teams on their website, 47 Brand.
1: That's a nice plug. Uh, 47 Brand sponsor us.
0: I wish they would. Hey I would Brian, love their shirts, man.
1: Don't you also have a, a Gilfie shirt? Was it a tough choice for you to wear a Gilfie shirt? I do shirt? have a
0: Gilfie shirt. But that's not what I was. Uh, that's not what I went with tonight yeah, because sure. I feel like Gilfie being good is not shocking. What is shocking is Newcastle, yeah, keeping a clean sheet against Manchester United.
1: Doesn't doesn't Rafa? I think uh, <coughs> if only we could figure this out or have a way to research this. But I think Rafa has a really good record against Mourinho for some reason.
0: Mourinho has never won at Newcastle.
1: Yeah. A, so this is now weird. three
0: three draws and four losses. For Mourinho on
1: Tyneside, yeah, but I love weird kind of unexplainable stats, and, and you know betters probably know all those types of stats. And sometimes I wish I I had the time and energy to to find that stuff because that's that's excellent stuff going into it. I mean, if you know a stat like that, would that have affected you choosing Sanchez? I mean, how do you know Sanchez is going to blow? A wide open chance in front of goal, right? Funny you mention that, Dave. Oh, it's time to
2: hand out the bronze medal for the Cameron Jerome
1: wasteful oh, player of I the love week it. Wow.
2: Okay. Bronze medal going to
1: Alexis Sanchez. If he's the bronze, I cannot wait <laughs> for the other two. <laughs> Holy smokes!
2: Yeah. Well, mostly because he, it, it, the ball didn't sit perfectly for him. He overran it a little bit, just didn't quite settle at his feet right. By the time it did, there were three Newcastle defenders in the goal. Uh, So bronze medal worthy, in my opinion, Alexis Sanchez. Congratulations. You have the bronze medal for the Cameron week Award.
1: Brian Sanchez.
2: Not doing so well for United yet. No, No,
1: he's not. He's 11.8, crazy expensive, and uh, he, he struggled to even get shots this match.
0: Manchester United have a problem that's obvious and they have too many This this match is the match that I think is if, if and it? when something really terrible happens this was the match that they'll go back to and point to as the as the as the major turning point.
1: And that turning like so so what's the turning point? It's or what's the, the whole
0: story here is Paul Pogba again they, somehow he's turned himself into the focal point and the and the the worst part of Manchester United in their story for this season I know season.
1: what's going on he's pissed about that Sanchez
0: money he played true
2: s- story I documented I'm, he wants yeah. more money
0: he played 65 minutes he looked like a flu victim whenever <laughs> he came back to the bench <laughs> and was just moping under that hood right. when he's sitting in there uh Mourinho saying flatly post match, not injury related. No, he is fine. It was not an injury. So this is the first premiere. So the Daily Mail had an amazing article about him. Hold on,
1: real today. quick, he did not start the game before, right? If I no, remember correctly. correct, he came right. on he as came a on sub. Came on late, yes. But he did not start. And Jose said, there, "There's no injury here. That's just what I felt like. I wanted to play that that team pretty much, right? Right? So this is the
0: the Daily Mail." Mentioned this. It's the first Premier League match for Pogba this season that he did not register a shot. Huh. Uh, just one touch inside the Newcastle box created no chances made just one tackle. So the article, right now there's an article by Adam Shergold. Uh, these are wise words. He's, he just said, this, it's said exactly like this. He's stuck in the middle. He's incapable of playing the role demanded of him. He's unable to play the role he wants to play with Mourinho unwilling to budge yet at the same time losing patience with him. That, this that, We've already perfect. said this. Everyone else has said this too. He wants to attack. He wants the ball constantly. Yep. But in that same article, he he talks about everyone else's form or the Alexis Sanchez. Or Alexis Sanchez. You know, you, you bought him. He's a fortune. He's going to play an attacking role and everyone else's form requires that they stay in their positions. You couldn't possibly punish Jesse Lingard, who was amazing up until a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and the same with Anthony Martial who's been amazing up until a couple weeks ago.
2: Although Martial had a couple of promising moments in this one.
0: Yeah, he was one of the only people with promising moments in this one. But like he's he's not like he's not a true replacement anyway for Martial or Rashford. So all the positions he could play or should be playing in attacking, like in as an attacking three up in the uh, up top, it's not going to happen. Mourinho doesn't want him there, and it's obvious. And Pogba can. I just. I feel like I know what we said a few weeks ago. I know what the potential is, but I just think until this sorts itself out, you cannot get anywhere near this guy. Yep. And And it's got a really bad. Look to it right now. That could get worse.
2: You called it last week. You thought United could slide out of the top four. I think this doesn't make that any. You know this. this I think doesn't they totally can reassure anyone that that's. Not I mean, they're possible.
0: Look at how tight it got with Spurs, Liverpool, yeah. Arsenal. Now that's right. Chelsea won today, so Chelsea. You know who yep. knows what they can do. I feel like they're still they are solid, but they've they've shown they've where shown they some can shakiness. slide. I just think. I just think Spurs, Arsenal, Liverpool are just—they
2: just want Trending to fly. Up. Yeah, it's just fascinating how much chemistry matters. Having the best eleven players doesn't matter if they can't play together on the pitch.
1: No, no. It's, well, and and what's awesome about that is—is is throw a team like Burnley out there. Exactly. They can compete with any of the teams in the top six. They, for the most part, have every time they've played. They don't have the best in quotes, players on their team. No, you take team.
2: United's 11 and Burnley's 11, and 1v1, every United player is better than every Burnley counterpart, probably.
1: But yeah, Brian, it always comes down to playing, like, 11 best friends. That's true.
2: And United are not 11 <laughs> And And against this Newcastle team, which is... A, a struggling...
1: Newcastle right. has been really struggling I mean,
0: over the past few weeks. W- there's nothing special here. No. And Newcastle just put their... They just, they just went to work.
2: Other than Jose can't get a result in Tyneside. Jose Mourinho is really wishing there was an NBA trade deadline coming up. This is not an <laughs> NBA podcast. But this looks like the Cleveland Cavalier, Cavaliers who did not like each other and therefore got blown up at the trade yeah. deadline. Mourinho wishes he had that in February, and he uh, does not.
0: Matt, uh, Matt Ritchie, uh, first goal of the season – as they mentioned during the match, it ended the dr- the longest run for any player uh, with shots on shots without a goal. Wow. Forty three shots before uh, scoring this goal. Good for goal. him. Yeah, good. for him. I don't him think
1: Harris. there's anyone on Newcastle anyone's interested in owning or that we're gonna recommend. And and for the other most than part, defenders, like,
2: Lejeune and Lascelles were great.
1: True. Yeah, but they are you are you buying them? Chris Smalling?
2: I was going to say uh,
0: Jamal Lasells. Yes, absolutely. And I don't know how else to say Paul Dummett is four point two dollars and continues to start every match for Newcastle United.
2: Clean sheet. Southampton nil, Liverpool two for Mino and Salah. Score four. The Reds, Scott. Your Carius experiment is going well so far. I know. It I was going to bring that I, up. I wish I owned him. Yeah, I did. didn't hey, I haven't bought him yet.
0: I'll tell you what. You know, what's an easy. You know, it's an easy trade. You want to. You want to go for a differential and a and a favorable schedule. Sure. Swap Nick Pope for Loris Carius right now. Straight you up. Save yourself a tenth. How about in doing Pickford it.
2: for Carius?
0: I would do that. I would do that tonight. Blue for red. I would do that as fast as I can click a mouse.
1: Karius's last three games, Scott, you sure you know this? Six, nine, and eight. And his saves in
2: this one were very impressive. In fact, the talk is yeah. whether or not Minule will play in the Champions League match this coming midweek. By the time you hear this, you may already know, but this is getting interesting. Karius has been impressive. In he did in have some league good league.
1: saves. I feel like what. Hold on, Brian. Real yeah. quick, what what has been his biggest downfall, Scott? Like, what what is his biggest weakness? He started off the year there. Klopp pulled him. Why did why did Klopp pull him?
0: That that mini ponytail, mini bun he runs. <laughs> is that his biggest problem? Klopp I has like not
2: been very forthcoming about why he so made changes know. when he has. It sh- has shocked everyone when changes have been made. There have been there's been little advance warning about this. But what we know is that Karius is his number one in the league, and typically whoever's number one in the league does not play in any of the other Cup matches. competitions. So who knows? Who really knows? But Karius is a clear number one at this point. Is there a chance Klopp could switch it up again? Maybe, but Karius is playing really well. You got to. I mean, there's something to be said for confidence at the goalkeeper position.
1: Yeah. Hey, Southampton played... What I thought to be, for the most part, a, a game. fantastic game. Yeah. But they screwed up. They screwed up when when they walked into the field. And their Pellegrino, is that his name, Brian? You always <laughs> screw it up, and I don't nope. know. You Mauricio screwed it up so Pellegrino. many times. I don't know what yeah, it is. Pellegrino. Pellegrino. His Not tactics Manuel were horrible. Manuel
0: Pellegrini.
1: Right. That's right. His tactics were horrible. Anyone that's had success against Liverpool... Has got the tactics right, and the tactics are let them have the ball, let Liverpool have the ball instead, and and counter on them. Because if you play with them and you try to play the high pressing style with them, they will torch you. you there is no one better in the in the league, Tottenham is second, than. And 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 city's right there with okay, them. Good. Okay, city, Tottenham, and Liverpool <laughs> also. City, <laughs> City's good, this as well. But their high press. Yep. When they get the ball back in possession, they will punish you for any small mistake. Southampton, I feel like played such a great game, and their tactics screwed up. Well, and, Dave, and and, and you forget listen, something. in the in the possession, they ended the game with like Liverpool had fifty two percent possession, and Southampton forty eight. And so, in, in both Liverpool's last losses uh, to Swans and Spurs, and, and this is when they played Spurs. When they played Spurs, Liverpool had 63% possession, and with Swans, they had 70 per, Liverpool had 70% possession. Both of them resulted in losses. The, the other two draws that they had, again, draws against teams you would think that they would win, against West Brom and Everton, Liverpool had 70% possession. You know, in other words, like Southampton walked in there, in my opinion, tactically with the wrong idea. Sure. But and and, and, and it bit them. And it, it gave okay. them I feel like it gave them no chance to win.
2: Can I can I tell you why they did what they did? Yes. They're playing at home. Why was Claude Puel fired from Southampton? Not because they didn't have the players. Not because they didn't have the results. Because they were boring as hell. He's not gonna stay sit He's not going to sit back at home. He's not going
1: to do it. Do you think Pellegrino got more credit with Southampton uppities and fans than playing like that and losing or playing to get a result, uh, 0-0 or 1-1 result?
2: I think that's a really hard question to answer.
1: Well, answer it. (laughs)
2: Oh my gosh! Why are you attacking him? Because <laughs> he's sitting in
0: front of <laughs> me. I
2: think it has everything to do with effort. I think they tried to get a positive result at home, and I don't think anyone's going to fault them for that.
0: No, because what are they going to do? Did you think they were going to win two 0 at home? What's the what's best case scenario for Southampton at home against Two-two. against Liverpool?
1: If they would have played uh, a no. draw or nil three yeah, three kind of draw. no, I, listen the,
0: if three they one.
1: If they would have come in and had the tactics that South the the give let, let Liverpool have the ball, don't press them, let Liverpool have the ball, and we're going to counterattack when we get it. If Southampton in- is
2: not Swansea. Swansea is in a position where they are desperate, and they will sit back at home to get a point, and their fans will be okay with that result if it happens. This is Southampton bat- fans are not going to allow them to be able to do
1: that. Southampton needs every point they can get. I get they are it. They're in the relegation zone. I get is, it. This is horrible managing. Horrible <laughs> managing. They have good players. They have good attacking players. And they
2: tried to win with them.
1: Did did they? No, no, it didn't work out. But How, wouldn't I, you rather I have am the effort? And obviously a Premier League manager. But God bless, you, if you come in with that, you're not going to beat Liverpool at their own game. What the hell is that?
0: Has uh, has Andrew Andy Robertson? solidified himself. Andy Robertson is, it, th- is it awesome. Is it fair to say that he's fixed? Nailed down? Yeah. Nailed Moreno's down? Moreno's relatively Nailed healthy in. at this point,
2: isn't he? He's played. So I think, yeah, I think absolutely. So then that just begs the question, if I'm going to not buy Carrius, or maybe even if I do, should I sell Mendy for Robertson and get some money? Well, well,
1: I wanted to ask, what about TAA? Trent Alexander, nope. Arnold. too much of a rotation with
2: Gomez if he's he healthy. If Gomez, Joe Go- is, Gomez if, is not healthy, if, right? He got a, He has a knee
0: knock. If Joe Gomez is it is healthy, he's out there first. Yep. It has been an issue of health. Can Alberto Moreno get his job back? And I think Andy Robertson's played so well he since coming sniffed. in that I just can't imagine that Moreno. Without Andy Robertson getting hurt. Moreno might play gonna, in that cup is, match. I was going to say. He
1: might play against Porto. We'll find out. He could. Yeah. But uh, seeing Alexander Arnold out there, I feel like he played really well.
0: Right. He does, for sure, when he's out there. But that's the thing. I just feel like he has a chance to get and, rotated way more. Th-
1: and the reason why I bring him up is he's he's 4.2. If he's playing with Liverpool the way they've been playing, I really like TA. What's Andy A-A. Robertson?
2: Four point hmm. seven. See, Robertson. I'll take Andy Robertson yeah. for half a pound more with more of a certainty for a
1: minute. No, that's fair. Um, that's I'll, fair.
0: I'll give you a swap right now that you can do if you want to be a smart person and not a dumb person like I am. <laughs> Buy Andy Robertson and not Charlie Daniels. Oh yeah, I yep, would say that. Call, I would say that the the risk of of uh, Liverpool defense having a letdown is far less than the risk of Bournemouth. Getting a clean, the risk of a clean sheet. Jekyll and Hyde. Those I, I, there's no way in the world. I just don't feel like. I just don't feel like it's even close. I feel like you might be just as likely to get Andy Robertson get an assist or something, not necessarily a goal, but uh, because he gets forward so much. I feel like that's that's not far fetched. And Bournemouth just can't manage to
1: do it right now. And they're <laughs> the same price. Hey, James Ward-Prowse. He did not score this match, obviously, as there were no. <clears throat> Obviously, as there were no goals. Dave, now might be the time. He had two headers. He he was getting an excellent scoring position. Yes, for very much. He's 5.1, so he he's in an area where there's there's been a lot of players kind of in that range that have been playing well. But I think it's time time to buy. Him. Dave,
0: talk about the next
1: five matches for Southampton. Southampton's next five matches are at Burnley. Obviously, they've been letting some goals in recently. Home not a
0: fortress turf more this season, that's no, for sure. I thought
1: Burnley, after they got past their string of matches, would be better, and they just haven't been. Home to Stoke, at Newcastle, at Swansea. Which is why they played the way they did home against Liverpool. Listen, the Swans are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. True, You can poo-poo it, but three of their last or two of their last three wins in their last six matches came against Liverpool and Arsenal. No doubt. So something's going on over there with the Swans. I'm just saying, you know, on the schedule, that looks like, oh, yeah, we're at Swansea. I'm just saying James Ward-Prowse at a 5.1. Nah. We talked
0: about
2: him last week. Uh, No way.
0: The question is, would you rather do, uh, if you had James Ward-Prowse in the last six weeks, you've done really great.
1: Well, in the last five weeks. His last five weeks, 15-2. 8, 12, and 2. And he looked really good in this match. I'm just saying, I don't think we should just poo-poo it. Scott, you said if, if uh, he Luka, played...
0: I was going to say, if you had if you had Luca in the last six and weeks, you've fair. probably done almost exactly as well. And
2: moving forward, Luca has a higher ceiling than James Ward-Prowse.
1: We'll get to what the Crystal Palace's schedule. It's the hardest going out of any club. Penalty kicks score the same no matter who the <laughs>
2: opponent is. <laughs> Hey, uh, Guido Carrillo played 90 minutes for... Yeah, uh, sucked. Okay. Yeah, he Guido did not... Guido uh, is a no-go. He did well, not... This this one match isn't fair uh, to, to evaluate his entire uh, selling, uh, you know, purchase price. But he tried. He tried hard. I think the next few matches, that, that lineup... That right, you that's, why, matches,
0: that's why I bring it up.
2: But who's buying him at this point? Hopefully not too many.
0: No, probably nobody.
2: Swansea won Burnley nil after last week's pod. This felt like Federico Fernandez versus Matthew Loughton up the Swans. Federico Fernanda uh, Fernandez wins after key selling young scores. The long goal. I nine more minutes.
0: Nine minutes. That's all they needed was nine more <laughs> minutes and they couldn't do it. Nine
1: minutes. Why Brian? Why nine minutes? Go ahead and tell everyone. He scored why. his
0: goal at 81 minutes. <laughs> The eighty-first minute is when that ball w- went past a, a statue of a Nick Pope,
1: and you you lost at least eight points after. Well, Pope I had Pope and Lauten yeah.
0: in in defense in yeah. defense and goal, and so uh, yeah, they went from sixes to twos.
1: Hey, that's a I was, that's a big swing. I was giving fist pumps in the air as as Fabianski and Fernandez were, were getting a clean sheet. I don't even know what to say to you right now. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, I'll say to you what Carlos Colville said after the match. Yay. In what I'm calling the manager quote of the week. Nice. Great. It had everything to do with his substitutions, this quote. He said, We put in Andre Ayew, game changer, by the way, Tammy Abraham, another game changer. We had three attackers in the middle. We put all the meat in the barbecue, all the meat inside the grill, because we wish a lot to win the game. Yeah.
1: freaking love barbecue. Hey, I love putting meat on the grill, Brian. I don't
2: like the kind of barbecue that doesn't have meat in it. No, that's true. No, I like meat on the the
1: queue.
0: Listen, the transformation. Nine minutes.
1: We're done with your nine minutes. minutes. The transformation that was made in this team to go from a team that was so bizarrely brutal, looking like they will be the last team. They were the Sunderland this year of last year. This manager comes in, in the last seven matches, they have beat Watford, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Burnley, Drawn, Leicester, and Newcastle, and lost to Spurs. Yep. It is the most amazing, it's one of the biggest amazing turnarounds that that over that January transfer window I've I've ever seen in a club. Dave, Dave. December 28th.
2: Dave. What? Last week, you said swans have used up all their magic now you're saying this is the one of the most amazing turnarounds you <laughs> did seen i it. say
1: did i say that last week
2: yes i bought matthew loton on the basis of that recommendation well
0: <laughs> Matt loton is
1: 4.3 yeah so what's <sighs> federico fernandez He's I,
0: up to 4.5
2: is he really yeah in
1: fairness i think i probably did think that they used all their chips <laughs> up but they must still have more chips I don't know what to say. Except, looks again, I've been wrong a lot recently. I guess uh, wrong on Salah and wrong on the on the Swans. I don't know, Brian. They seem to keep getting it done. They go to Brighton. How are they going to
2: do in their next They're, match at Brighton? Well,
0: Swansea at Brighton.
1: I bet against them at this point. I, I might know, as well go for them.
0: I know I'm going to be playing a three, uh, three, f- all three of my forwards in that match, which includes Jordan Ayu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will have my team. Almost maxed out on Swansea players in that match, I'm sure of it, because Federico Fernandez is going to be one of my starting defenders for that match.
2: I uh, remember early this season when I had Kyle Naughton yep. and Tammy Abraham, and that was a smart discount move. Yeah. Now we're talking about Federico Fernandez and Jordan IU I don't think there's anything like this team ever in a there are, bar- season. There are so bargains. Bizarre.
0: There are bargains to be had everywhere yeah. on this team, including Listen. still, I think... Uh, has he gone up to five dollars yet? No, he's has still. Fabiansky, has Fabianski has Fabianski gone up to five dollars yet?
1: Fabi Fabianski's four point 6. six. What are you talking? Oh, about? Oh yeah,
0: what am I talking about? Hey, what what an absolute bargain Fabianski is. I'm not at 4. saying 6.
1: go out and buy this guy yet, but it's making me raise my eyebrows, and mainly because Milivojevic is out there, and and at no one's at that price. He seems to be the best player at that price but key and i know it's only the last two games oh dave <laughs> i know it's dumb i'm just throwing it out there
2: but wait, he's had an wait. 8
1: he's had an 8 and 11 in his last two games look if every time the manager throws meat on the barbecue out in the middle of the field and key's uh r- getting results from it just saying
2: i think i'll wait and put him <laughs> on my all asian team next year um <laughs>
0: you're going to have all kinds of those different we're going to uh, have variations. a billion teams in our league next year uh, it's going to be amazing look burnley had one shot on target they have had six total shots on target in their last three matches you are not counting on anyone from burnley doing anything that has anything to do with offense
2: they'll find their mojo again soon, at won't some they?
0: point i think they have to they're just beat up so they have yeah. They have. I mean, we've lo- seen
2: this before. They went through that murderous stretch, and they just got to find their. They got to find it again. You know, they got to. Yeah. They got to find their rhythm. I, they got to find their uh, yeah, energy. But
1: they're, they're running out of time. They're not going to Yeah, they're not. They're, gonna get, the know, yeah, know,
0: they're not going to. They're not going to fall. I, they can't possibly fall out of the top ten. No, I am not.
2: rooting for Burnley to get a final
1: Europa League spot at seventh I, in the table. I would love it. In, in fact, what's really cool about the winner of Europa getting a shot at, uh, at at Champions League, right? A team like Burnley can find their way into Europa League. And who knows? Who knows what happens? You get there, you just focus on that competition, make sure you don't get relegated. You, you might have a shot at Champions League. That's not out of the question.
2: We're a long ways from that, but. You're right, Brian. They do have to show us something yeah. before we can get back on that. Burnley
0: train. and Swansea, no matter what, are two of the teams, additionally, that have very nice schedules. Yes. At least that in their favor. And honestly, Swansea, I feel like this is the time. You need some money? Go grab those guys. There's some bargains have, to be had Have there. Fabianski as your number one keeper and pick a cheap 4.4 or cheaper defender. No. And just have oh, that yeah. as your have, just roll with it, because people who have rolled with it and these, did you anyone who was crazy enough to roll with it against Liverpool, you lunatics, yeah. Any of you crazy idiots who did that, same same with it Arsenal. paid off, yeah. It's same. so stupid, and this was another one where I was like, you know what, not stupid to play this, but only because Burnley is tight defensively, they're not gonna they're not gonna give up a goal against Swansea, and I was wrong, yeah, and it, and we all lost because of it.
2: Huddersfield 4, Bournemouth 1. What? Alex Pritchard scores for his new club, only to see Junior Stanislaus get one back.
0: You heard what he said.
2: But then Steve Mounier, Steve Cook with an own goal, and RVLP from the penalty spot finish off the scoring. Huddersfield with the three points.
0: Every one of Huddersfield's most important players all scored points. Every single one of them. Say that again. Every single one of Huddersfield's most important players all scored all the points. Uh-huh. How many of them one? do you own? Zero, point
2: 0.0. All right. I do own Junior Stanislaus, and I was at least happy about that goal. Yeah. There's not much else to like there. Hey, Dave, the did cherries. you
0: buy Callum Wilson?
2: What
1: the heck <laughs> happened to the Cherries this match? <laughs> they got absolutely smashed. Yeah, I bought it. Wilson? You bought cherries just like
0: everyone else in the world bought someone from the formerly ninth place
2: cherries. Yeah. This is the relegation battle, gentlemen. I got twelve clubs. You're gonna get weird results. I feel like I've
1: been lied to.
2: Newcastle won, Huddersfield won, Swansea won, I mean West Ham won, they're in the bat in the mix. This was a relegation game changing weekend.
1: Yeah, it was, and it was interesting. I own Ibe and Wilson. I'm I'm I won't this next week. I think uh, you're
0: not going to own Ibe after this week.
1: I'm I might be getting rid of both of these guys and and the reason why is I never ever should have left Nias, my favorite player. Well, Umar. I, look. and we'll get to him. I never should have left him, but Wilson had kind of been hot. I I I made a dumb calculated risk and I lost as most of my fantasy moves seem to happen this
2: year. Bournemouth have been hot and cold this year. This is not weird in the ter- in terms of how they've been in the, in the grand scheme of the season. This is uh, maybe just a little bit of a correction. They were, I think, ninth in the table. They're now tenth, haven't fallen far. I think this is what you have to expect. They're going to score four, and then they're going to give up four.
1: I'm keeping Wilson this week because uh, I've already made my transfer already they're They're home to Newcastle and Bournemouth typically plays well at home. I don't
0: so. know if I don't know if this is significant, but Alex Pritchard, since coming on to uh Huddersfield's team um he's not done much I mean obviously he had a huge game here, but um going into this past week uh his ownership surprisingly was up to eight hundred and forty three people at one point <laughs> with the, all of the sales after the third week. After his third week on the team, his ownership going into last week had dropped to 666 people.
1: It's going to go up now that he's scored a goal. Well, Alex Pritchard joined the club January 12th in yeah. the transfer window. Yeah, but you from, heard what I said. From, from his ownership
0: 100. is exactly 666, Dave. You think uh, that had something to do with his success?
1: Interesting.
2: Pritchard is one of those guys when, when that signing was announced, I thought to myself, huh, I think that's going to work. But not for fantasy. That that was a great signing for Huddersfield. Yep. At this point, there's no point talking about his fantasy relevance.
0: Well, he scored not 12. Not unless he does more. He scored 12 points. He's which, 5.4, which, 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 which I which feel like is all crazy of, high. All of Satan's army enjoyed all of those 12 points.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: not all that high sixes. when you consider,
2: uh, when you consider you know, he's the club record signing. He comes from Norwich. He's got that English pedigree. English players just seem to be overpriced. Don't you think?
1: In the league? Or yeah. just in general?
2: Yeah. Even if they come from lower levels.
1: I don't know. It's just a weird it's just a weird whoever's I call making it the that Price. I mean, it wasn't like he was lighting up Norwich either. Well, he had been injured most of the year for Norwich. Fair so enough. uh the
0: only other thing worth saying, other than everyone's sad about the cherries, just absolutely dropping a bomb in this one, is uh Aaron Moy stretchered off at seventy-six minutes, showed everyone the stitches that he had to have in his knee because of the gash that was there you assume it's a multi-week absence for that kind of a gash with those kind of stitches
1: what are we to make of josh king he does it even matter because he's his price is so high like if he's Josh a, King is too expensive as a forward. He's 7.0, and there's just way more options.
2: I'm settled in with Stanislaus, and there's no other
1: consideration. Well, but Stanislaus is a midfielder, right? So he sure. wouldn't right. compete with King. I I'm guess just my saying, thought for the cherries,
2: Stanislaus and no one else.
0: Not Callum Wilson? No. Not as no, a third striker? there's too striker? many
2: good forwards out there.
0: No, that's true.
2: There's too many that make more sense. I agree. It depends on what you're looking for. I mean, third tier? It's just that
0: It's just that... Callum Wilson had been so on fire yeah, but for he's, a while there.
2: He's gonna be my third string forward in my all injury team next year.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. We'll see.
0: It's just that he had gone twelve. He had a couple twelves in back to back or in uh, alternating weeks there, that's all. It's a lot of point.
2: Everton three, Crystal Palace one. Guilty. Umar,
1: Umar, Umar, more. Ooh, more. Ooh, more.
2: Is that the chant?
1: No, but it's my chant for
2: him. Okay, uh, and Tom Davis uh, put in the goals for Everton. Luca once again from the penalty spot for the Eagles. Dave, in your face!
0: In a segment we like to call "In Your Face, Dave." Yeah.
2: Oh, I like that segment name. That is a
0: Christian Benteke <laughs> with his fifth <laughs> assist in the last six weeks,
1: dude. And setting yet. up
0: Luca for yet another penalty kick. Goal.
2: And yet, Brian, not so much in your face, Dave, because I'm going to counter that segment with my own segment which is the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award Silver Medal Edition.
0: Yeah. To Christian Menteke. To Christian Menteke for (laughs) his two missed headers. Who can't score real goals. He can't do it. And has to settle for getting pulled down in the box by chump defenders. So that Luca can score. So that Luca can score the real goals.
2: I'm okay with that. Luca is my fifth midfielder. He's not sitting on my bench. He's in there. Luca. Listen, though. I was watching this, and I was thinking to myself, if I was building a real-life team, also a fantasy team, but if I was building a real life team, club, yeah, and I had a choice at forward between Christian Benteke and Umar Nias, I would buy Umar Nias. Absolutely, I'm not going anywhere near Christian. Look, Benteke. he's gonna
1: play. You don't even have to give him a locker. That's true. Or I mean, a track suit. You know, you just yeah, he wants just to play, man.
2: Just give him a kit. Tell all him what time the match needs. starts. Just give him some so, boots. Optional. So boots first
0: optional. of all, <laughs> Luca. With his fifth goal in the last nine matches.
2: Penalty kicks are second straight,
0: points. Second straight PK. It's fascinating. And at least one bonus point in the last two weeks. Yeah, um, it's a good time. Now, in a segment we like to call In My Face, oh. Dave. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Umar Nias, of course, uh, has a good game. He and Gilfie partnering up. Although. Hey, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Uh, Adam Braun is a a writer. He wrote wrote an article for uh, Royal Blue Mersey. It's an Everton blog at SB Nation. He put in some hard work and gave us some real data on Umar Nias' goal scoring timing. Okay, and, and found exactly what you would expect. This is the hard data. I can link. I can. I'll put, I'll put the article. And I
1: like I like where this is going.
0: Since joining the Premier League. So that's his time with Hall and now Everton. Prior to this week's match, only two of Umar Nias's twelve goals that he has scored yeah. were scored before the sixty first minute yeah. of the match.
1: It always seems like he's scoring late goals that matter.
0: So Adam Braun's takeaway as a as a thorough uh reporting. Um, Everton fan yeah, is that Umar Nias is a late game poacher. Yeah. That he comes on, he takes advantage of tired legs, he's perfect for that, but is he a first choice striker? Not really. However, this was the one of the first games where he's gotten an opportunity to play a majority of the match, yep. and he took full advantage of it early on, albeit against a, a uh, very injured Crystal power. He
1: started three straight games, right? I always felt like that was his yeah. problem. He was never getting enough playing time. I've been banging the drum. Look, just give the guy a chance. Brian, he's never had a good chance. And uh, listen, there's something lucky. About, I, I swear certain players have this knack of being in the right place at the right time. I swear this guy's got it. And that lends to that stat a little bit. Yeah, late In late games, he happens to be in the right place at the right time. And or gets, yep. he gets taken down in the box. That's happened to him a, a few times.
0: I Don't you feel like... I mean, he is one of the most transferred in players this week. I'll tell you exactly how many. Oh, I'm just, bringing him in. one second there, Dave. One I'm, second. I, it's almost gonna, worth
1: taking a minus four to bring him in Dave. this week.
2: Umar Nias? Yes. Dave. Come
0: on. Umar Nias is the third yeah, most, most transferred, transferred in. in so far this game week. I'd rather I own would him say, than Jordan Ayew. Don't you... Th- I'm. I'm. I guarantee you, there are plenty of people who are swapping IU for Nias yeah. right now to save themselves a- almost a dollar. Yeah, and I think you've seen enough now to know that at that price, with his effectiveness, he doesn't need to start. You're probably not playing him that often. You're right anyway. You're. you're and, I, I like and, your point. And it might be just one of those guys that like you're not. If you're not going to play him anyway, because you already have pick two, Kane. Kane and Aguero. Kane, Aguero, Firmino, it doesn't matter. Whatever three guys yes. you have, whatever other two guys Firmino, you have, sure. right, that Nias can just be that third guy, which is exactly what Jordan IU is, except Jordan Ayu, you know, is more likely to start and play a majority of the match.
1: What? what does Sam usually stay loyal to guys? Allardyce? When well, so in that
0: article, it's why I, I wish there was, I wish I should have posted it, just, I just linked to it for myself. <laughs> My own notes. <laughs> all, the guy, all he was saying is that when Sam comes in, it was Calvert Lewin who was who was obviously the, the who hot had been hand playing. Rooney was playing. You know, still obviously a forward had been playing a ton, and and then Soon comes in, but not. But as a guy that right from right from the get go, Big Sam is saying like like kind of doubting this guy because it wasn't his guy. It wasn't his choice anyway. And yeah. he's played what like. He a match up. and twelve minutes or something like yeah, that. Like hasn't he hasn't played much. much at all. No, so Nias is the effective one right now. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to necessarily translate into all, like constant starts. But like we already said, uh, the other thing that was in my face, which we can talk about in a second, was Gilfie. Uh Just in time for us to to trash Gilfie, Gilfie. Sigurdsson and Wayne Rooney. Yeah, Gilfie has one of probably the best game he's played all season. Uh Rooney's uh, Rooney's looking more and more like odd man out and could be rotated any match, but yeah. Anyhow. Before what we get Walcott? too
2: excited though, let's let's just remember Everton are basically like Bournemouth. Only
1: sort of hot and cold, you said? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. They're just coming off of a thrashing against From, Arsenal. Yeah. So we have to be really careful not to go too far with the happiness here.
1: on, we, on Stud or Dead we said Walcott or er, Stud was gonna be a stud. Yeah. He was and,
0: decent in this match. Well Theo's it's a, this is amazing. So, it's another knee jerk for the entirety of the FPL. So, he goes from most transferred in one of the most transferred in two weeks ago to this week. Then, he as of a little bit ago was the ninth most transferred out again. Another, another guy who's probably seeing sales for people to save a couple tenths to go down to Marco. Everyone's going to Marco, Marco's fourth most transferred in, yeah, out of everybody, three tenths cheaper than, than Theo. I, I can't. But, believe why, it. but I, I guess this is another one where uh, you know, looking at it, I'm just like, why, why now? I get that he went. I, I get that he didn't have a great game here, but everyone else for Everton did. Big Sam's already talked about what Theo means to them now, right. as far as pace and importance, and their schedule's not different. Well, so it, a down game, a, a couple down games for Theo, an early sub off against Arsenal, and then now. Finishes with a yellow card and a point against Crystal Palace, but they still play at Watford next. So, what are you going to do? You're just going to bail on him right now so that you can get Marco Arnautovic to play against Liverpool next week?
1: No, well, so that's is, what that, is that what everyone wants? Marco, the reason why I would be careful jumping that quickly from anyone to Marco is West Ham's schedule. When you bring it up and they have it. Red, the red and green and grays, Brian. When they write the schedules, it almost looks like a a almost looks like a a, a candy cane. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say
1: it is (laughs) littered with Liverpool and and United and Chelsea and Arsenal and City. It is brutal. Their schedule, West Ham's schedule, is brutal going forward. Now, look, a lot of people would say, "Look, just play your studs, anyways." Marco's been playing well, which I agree. So is Chicharito. West Ham's kind of had a little mojo going. Hey, play the studs. I'm just saying, man, their schedule is yeah, the schedule's rough, significantly harder. And Everton's is easier. I don't know. I'd probably stick with Walcott a few extra weeks and then see what happens. If Marco continues to do well, listen, Marco could sh- – if he's surprised, would, it, would it surprise you if against Liverpool he has a goal and an assist? Probably not. You raise a really good point. Marco's –
2: points when he has scored more than five i'm going to work my way backward i know we're coming to the west the watford match from this weekend in a second but he scored eight there five home against bournemouth 16 against huddersfield five against west brom 15 against bournemouth seven against newcastle stoke nine the last time he scored any kind of significant points against a top half club chelsea week 16 yeah He's a flat track bully. He's, I'm just saying, and he's
0: he's doing what Pascal Gross. We talked about that the same with, thing with Pascal Gross right. a few weeks ago. When you know, just saying like, yeah, keep him, but don't expect a lot of returns and ga- in games that matter.
2: Tottenham didn't play. I mean, and there haven't been many big matches. And Arsenal he played all. All 90, back in week 17, he scored three points. City, in week 15, he scored one point in a substitute appearance. There's just Liverpool, this is early in the season now, he, he also scored one point. He scores against the bottom clubs. Yeah. So if they're not going to play very and, many of them... And
0: the goal, and speaking of being in the right place at the right time, that's how he scored this. the goal that he scored in this match. I mean, he comes right back in. It's that he's playing so far in advance. He's basically playing center forward. And and thank lucky for West Ham... If it's gonna work, wait. Why are we talking about that right
1: now?
2: Because, because oh, well, just as Walcott a comparison. Marco, we, yeah, I'm just we, saying. We like, we're talking about everyone right.
1: going to to Marco from Walcott and or others but in that mid. The longer we
2: talk about Marco, the more I'm sticking with Walcott.
1: Yeah. Anyway,
0: um, the only other guy, we, I, just because my heart won't let me not talk about him, is
1: Gilfie.
2: Hey, remember what it looked like when he gives a shit.
1: Mm. Yeah, I still I I'm still pumping the brakes on him until he does a little Well, bit more.
0: that's what I was going to say. Just in time for me to specifically say last week that you cannot own Gilfie Sigurdsson. <laughs> right. uh, we've seen Gilfie on the bench recently Motivated against two teams. Yeah. So we've seen him on the bench twice against United in Week 22 and Arsenal two weeks ago. I feel like, you know, it feels like this is one of those situations where you feel like the guy's been rotated a, a good bit. And he just hasn't been. He's only been out of the team twice. Since since week 11, he hasn't played fewer than 81 minutes when he's been out there. So other than those two be- full benchings, he's played almost every game and almost the entirety of every game. He's $8, and he's only 2% owned. What in the world would it take for you to buy Gilfie Sigurdsson?
1: Well... It- at eight badillion dollars, when you look at Sun, when you look at other guys in that area, I, I just I feel like uh, I I'd have four own midfielders
2: those. who are cheaper than him that I would buy in place of him right now, and one of them is a teammate. That's what I was gonna Walcott. say.
0: Walcott's seven point two. Yeah, I, I like. I just can't imagine. I don't know. I mean, other than the differential, maybe it just seems like the money is a little too high to have Gilfie, but if his production is what he's capable of, I mean, a goal and an assist is not out of the question for him in any of these lame matches that they have coming up. I don't know. Probably not going to do it, but I won't be surprised if Gilfie rediscovers
2: Swansea-Gilfie form. Stoke one, Brighton one. Isquierdo scores again. Yeah, so man. does Shakiri. Yeah, man. Hey, congrats to Dale Stevens from Brighton. Second assist this season. Way to go, buddy. Way to go, Dale. Okay. Uh, you look at Shakiri's scores for the season. Basically, that stretch where he didn't do well, that was when I owned him. Okay. <laughs> Every goal he scores now is another stake. Driven through my
0: heart. Do you think it's because of my do you think it's because of my pure unbridled love for him that he's back on form? Yeah.
2: Every time he stops, crosses his arms, and stares into the crowd after scoring a yeah. goal, he's, he's staring
1: right through right me. Right into your soul.
0: I think it's a signal to the rest of the Oompa Loompas.
1: Yeah. It is. They all stand up and cheer.
0: <laughs> look, he scored again. <laughs> uh look, I said last week. I mean, this is the exact same teams that he scored against all of them in a row, and they're all coming up. And then after that, Stoke goes through, they go through torture. They again. go through schedule so, hell. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, as far as I can tell, my feeling is about Shakiri are going to change in, oh, three weeks.
2: Which one of you two owns a Stoke defender? I David do. does. I own uh, Two.
0: He has two Stoke Defenders. <laughs> Actually, technically,
1: <laughs> technically I own three because I have oh, Edwards man. as a as a guy who just fills my... I never play five Defenders, so I have someone in there. Who, I, I was trying to save some money. I cannot believe
0: three. you do not own Paul Dummett. I cannot believe it.
2: You own three Stoke Defenders? Yeah. I've Listen. been
0: telling you for... Almost half the year to buy Paul Dummett. I know you will do it.
2: Before the integrity of our podcast is ruined, can you please tell us, I'm, Dave, what place you are in the table in our league? Look, please, I, am, please, please. I am in the People bottom of the table. Okay, I'm not the last
1: you. guy, but I might as well be. Okay, good.
2: That's, so, anyone listening, now that you know he owns Three Stoke Defenders and you know that, <laughs> don't hold well, that against our podcast. This is why.
1: I, I completely, with my wild card, front-loaded the, the – the, front half of my team and I was trying to have the cheapest slash differential defenders I could get because I was trying to make up ground where other people were I was trying to make up points where other people weren't and I took a gamble going with, Eric Peters wasn't that big of a gamble because he's been coming up with some points but I looked at Stokes form and their record for about the last, because I've had them now for this, going into this will be the third match week and uh, look, I got a clean sheet out of them one week. <laughs> two <laughs> Dave, weeks ago? That'll Dave, happen. Who are your other two defenders? My defenders are Jack Stevens. Okay. Eric Peters. Uh huh. Frederico Fernandez. Okay. And uh, Martin. Is it Martin Bauer? Moritz Bauer. Moritz Bauer, yeah.
2: Now, why not sprinkle in a Burnley defender? And, oh, I don't know. Dave!
0: Uh, Phil Bardsley was 4.3 and Matt Lowden is 4.3.
1: I felt like
0: Paul Dummett is 4.2. But
1: when was the last time Newcastle ever had a clean sheet? Yesterday! But that wasn't (laughs) supposed to happen!
0: I know it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't supposed to happen! Listen.
3: Oh, man.
0: Listen, Paul Dummett has had uh, two clean sheets which is more probably in the last six or seven weeks than Stoke has
2: had. Dave, Stoke I'm gonna is terrible. On I'm going to recommend you do the same thing with your defense in the last, that you need to do with your in the uh, last stock four weeks. portfolio. <laughs> yeah. Diversify from Stoke, please.
1: <laughs> Look, I know. I'll listen, I'm trying to make up points where other people don't have other Three Stoke defenders,
2: okay? defenders is not going to do <laughs> I it. I could have told you that when you Dave, were buying Why did them. you
0: buy Shakiri? Look, this is not a Dave Smith's p- fantasy Listen, Premier owns League three team podcast. Players,
1: and none of them are Shakiri. This Look, is amazing. My midfield consists of Sterling, Salah, Mctarian, and Erickson, and Jordan Ibe. Who I should have had Mil- Milivojevic, right? Yes, and I'm making that change. That's oh. a who's sneaking into that midfield?
0: Milivojevic
1: or well, I- I- Shaqiri. I- where? Are you gonna have Shakiri over Sterling Salah, MikTarian or Erickson? I'm not.
2: Well, right now, Shakiri's a better buy than McTarian. I'm not saying it's gonna well, stay that
1: way. Uh, th- through one week. Look, it wasn't two weeks ago. The fact is,
0: Shakiri is Shakiri's form is back up. And it's a direct result no, no, of I- the of the teams that they are playing against. And you get two more weeks of Shakiri playing against teams that He has already done well against this season. No, no. Yes, right. yes. They play. They play City at three weeks from now, and then they play at home to Everton. Right. And he could easily be really good at home against yeah. Everton. No, no, so, no, no.
1: No, no. I'm not knocking Shakiri. The, I'm just saying the schedule's I, difficult. For I them liked after. other guys in there more than him. But Dave, I give you credit.
2: You found a way for a fantasy soccer podcast to to talk more about Stoke and Brighton <laughs> than probably any other fantasy soccer. podcast. Yeah, I podcast agree. Yeah, I didn't say anything
1: about Brighton. Oh, just the match, well, yeah. Well, let me say
2: something more about Stoke, if sure. I may. Yes. I would like to award the gold medal for the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award. Yeah. You know it had to happen here because the wastefulness resulted in dropped points yep. due to a miss late in the match mm. from the penalty spot. Yeah. Mm. And, of course, it was Charlie Adam who had to fight to take this penalty That's in That's what I was going to say.
0: And this was also... Go ahead.
2: No, go ahead. You go ahead.
0: I was going to say, this is where I think the my, the fantasy minus half point should be
2: attached to this yep. as well. Yep. Double award winner, Charlie... No. What? Hesse. Why are you taking it from Hesse? He tried to take the penalty. That's
0: exactly it. He <laughs> ruined Charlie Adams' concentration.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> who who ruined Charlie Adams' ability to score on the rebound and get can, tackled from that behind? Was,
0: that was the slow old man looking <laughs> rebound. That was not ideal for Stoke City.
1: Holy smokes. That's
0: oh. weird. I feel like it's the same with I mean Luca deserves I mean, he's proven himself to be great at taking the the, the you know, the penalty kicks, but I just feel like it's weird, you know, like on a team like Crystal Palace, Zaha's not taking him. You know what I mean? Like, like the the front runner guy, the he guy was, that you think like, oh, that's like their clear best player, Shakiri is not the one taking. It. That's exactly it. Why not Shakiri? Why wouldn't he He's do that? He's good from the spot. Isn't I can't he? imagine he wouldn't be. Those I'm legs,
2: sure he is. those little quads. What I'm saying is, I feel like there's so many the there's the so net. many
0: teams where you're like, why that guy? Why is that guy dealing? Yeah. And that's one of them. I feel like, why Why wouldn't Shakiri? Maybe, hey, with that kind of a miss, maybe it is. Maybe it's going to be his job from now on. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to put any more exertion on those thighs and hamstrings, though.
3: They are it might
2: explode from the anyway. spot. West Ham 2, Watford nil. Chicharito and Marco. And I feel like we've talked about them quite a bit already. Yeah. Seriously,
1: do we even need, need to? We no, we don't. Oh.
0: Watford sucks, man. Everyone bought on... T- tons of people bought De La Feu, yeah. well, I think Rightfully. Jur- I, I mean, think
1: the jury's still out on him. I, I'm not ready to... I'm not buying him yet. I'm just saying... Well, you know...
0: Hey, if Dale La Feu has revenge in him, he's got a chance for if whatever his feelings are towards Everton Football Club. I mean, he can potentially take it out on them the next time they play. So that would be at home. But... They are just decimated by injury. And this is a, this after their, after their win, after the, after the Chelsea romp and they can't score a goal or do anything against West Ham who is like flailing after two, after two weeks ago. I just feel like, I don't know. Watford is just, they've just feel like it's worse than up and down. They've, they've just been mostly terrible and it just seems like they are fantasy poison right now.
1: Look, Javier Hernandez, A.K.A. Chicharito, his last four matches. Scott, don't poo-poo this. Eight five eight seven. That's pretty good.
0: We talked about him last week, and I feel like we—I feel like it's third guy. What's his price? He's too expensive.
1: His price is <laughs> scroll <down>. six point seven.
0: <laughs> well, that's cheaper than I thought.
1: Now I'm still not going to buy him, and I don't know how you would, but.
2: That's that's t- that's in between. That's tier two point five. That's between tiers two and three.
1: The only reason why I'm not buying him is because of their hellish schedule, which I've already mentioned in the Everton block. Sure,
2: and I'm not buying him because I want Kane and Aguero. And to do that, I need Jordan Ayew or somewhere down. in the fives. Yeah. Or, right. Yeah, I agree. That's right.
1: It, I think. Look, in my opinion, your optimal three strikers, within reason, are Kane, Aguero, and Nias. Because you got to sacrifice something to get those, the I mean, sure, you'd love to say Firmino, you'd love to have him in there too, or you could, you could maybe work, some, work your money around and have a, a Kane, uh, Firmino and Vardy. I mean, that's a hell of a lineup too, if you can make the money work. It's yeah. just, it's just yeah. tough to, tough to do that. I
0: did have Kane, Aguero and Firmino before my wild card. Interesting.
2: Vardy, Firmino and Jesus is my front line in draft.
0: That's really yeah. good.
2: Which yeah, I, well, kept I think me you're, in second place, way behind Brian.
0: I just feel like this was such a stupid clean sheet. Yeah, I mean, no, no one is expecting West Ham to get a clean sheet the rest of the year against anybody.
2: Which is why Ogbana was in the final spot on my bench. Right. Nowhere I, I mean, near there's my yeah, there's no way in, uh, against, uh, well, against and, especially
0: but, given the last two weeks. There's yes. no way in the world that you would have predicted this kind of thing and and this is why predicting things is stupid hey welcome back uh, mikhail antonio i Uh, think
2: you said that before
0: Oh, uh, I said that last week because he was actually, he was only back for a little bit, but this time he was back for real and he, had an assist on the w- Chicharito goal. He was subbed goal. in last week and right. played 24 so minutes last week. Welcome back again for real this time, Mikael Antonio, yeah. and congrats on getting your first attacking return in a very, very long is time. Is he a midfielder? Yes, he yes. is.
2: Yeah, he'll be on my all-injury team next year, too. Yeah. Chelsea 3, West Brom 0. Tell me if you've heard this one before. Eden Hazard scores two. Victor Moses puts in a third. And Daniel Sturridge gets hurt in the third.
0: Yeah. Hey, I captained Eden Hazard this week.
2: Yes,
1: you up. did, Brian. Man,
0: I. you know what? It what, was so what
1: led you to captain him? Because you had other good options. So
0: what? my so my final decision this week was to captain Kane or Hazard yeah. or Salah.
1: That's what I'm saying. You had or really good options out there.
0: There were a lot of options is the point. And you wouldn't
1: have been... Well, so Kane scored and saw. I mean, here's he what been I good all around. Here's what
0: I thought. My my the thing that decided it for me was is that the last time Chelsea played West Brom, Eden Hazard had 18 points. It was his highest point return of the season. Wow. Um, I think FPL just said it earlier today. Hazard is 8 percent owned across all of F, all Fantasy Premier League teams. So I know. Like I captained him two weeks ago, and it and it was a bomb, not a bomb, but he only sc- he scored a goal against Watford, and that's that's one where you see that you see the matchup, and you just say, hey, Chelsea should run r- rampant on these guys, and it happened in reverse, you right, know. right. Thanks, Bakayoko, but at least he scored last week. Could have had more points with somebody else. Could have had an even better week than I did last week, and I didn't. But this week, I just thought they're back at home, they're playing against West Brom, and he already destroyed them. Earlier in the season, so, and I just thought, like, I looked at it. and I'm like, yeah, tons of people are going to captain Kane. I gotta, I, honestly, I didn't really consider Aguero. I, I, I should admit that. I didn't even really think about him as a captain. I mean, it it's, was either Salah, Kane, or Hazard. And I just thought, you know is, what? No one has Hazard. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Second of all, uh, this is. I feel like this is a as sure of a thing as I'm going to get here.
1: Man, what are you what? Is, those are great options, Hazard. Yep. Kane Aguero and Sala. Man, yeah. great, great captain options. Anyway. Hey, no, no Alonzo.
0: Yeah, Marco Alonzo out again, this time with an ankle sprain. In a segment we like to call Victor Moses Remains six point four dollars.
1: And um, he got on the score sheet again.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh Victor Moses to me is the most sensible own uh of any, it's hard to say because as has been so good, but I feel like, I feel like it's the easiest, best way to get a Chelsea defender who has a, who has obviously big point threat every single week. Uh, Victor Moses, six points in the last four match weeks,
1: Moses has registered a 17 and a 12.
0: Yeah. His 17. That's the biggest return of any defender all season. Um, yeah I just I mean Alonzo keeps uh keeps getting hurt and keeps sitting, and nobody likes that, which is why right now uh he is the number one transfer out
1: of people all players. Are, people are saving money. yeah, you hey. can save a
0: ton of money, and I know it, it, it's it's been either or with him all season long. either he's an absolute essential own or he is an absolutely you cannot own this guy. Uh, that's been the the advice all season long.
1: Is anyone considering Morata slash Giroud with all the other good striker options currently? Giroud's in a weird 8.2 price, uh, and then Morata's at a 10.4. And I don't even know who's going to be playing going forward. Morata came on as a sub this match. Yeah. Giroud started it. Just interesting to me. I, you, I, have, I, mean, I have no idea what to make of it, and I'm not sure I want any – Part of either, hey, one. don't
0: you think it's a credit to what kind of a good season Morata's had this season that he has missed basically a month over a month and he's still the sixth, he's still sixth overall, yeah, in scoring? Oh, he's comes off back the year in brilliant uh, form, as m- I believe it was Martin Tyler that called the game this time. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. He said. All that all that Alvaro Morata's back needed was for Olivier Giroud to show up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously.
0: He now he's ready to go. All of a sudden, twenty one, twenty nine minutes off the bench gets the assist on. Uh, I think he assisted the Moses. Uh, no, no, the, the, the Hazard. The has the, the, second, the hazard second hazard goal. goal. Um, for real, the real what he really did. Uh, Spanish paper Marca reported a few days ago that he went to Germany to have his back treated by Dr. Peter Veiling, who has treated athletes from all over the world. It's one of the foremost clinics for athlete injuries, uh, most notably Kobe Bryant.
1: This is not an American basketball podcast.
0: Kobe Bryant went to the same doctor, along with Tracy McGrady. Also went there, but hit, but many athletes from many different sports, including plenty of North American athletes, have gone to him. That's where murata has been going for injections for his yeah, yeah. But you know, here he is, Dave. To your point, back today. If he's really fit, you expect he's going to play. He needs to get like better match fitness. So you probably think he'll get minutes, at least significant minutes against Hall. In the FA Cup Friday, definitely he's saying. I mean, the the whole thing I feel like is building up to next Tuesday when they play Barcelona. Yeah. So they need everybody as fit as possible. I, I you know, you got to think that. Contri- you got to think that that contributed to Murata or to Alonzo sitting out if he was even a little bit dinged. Probably. Looking, looking look to next Tuesday. Yeah. So, but I
1: don't think. I mean, I, I not You couldn't, wise, you I'm couldn't not sure I'm buy, you couldn't buy him one. yet. You just couldn't do it. No. No, no, that's it.
0: Scott, Daniel Sturridge played not quite four minutes.
1: Who's surprised? The glass man.
2: He's my lead forward next year. In the all-injury team. That's correct.
0: Alan Pardew said they don't think it's a tear. Is
2: he still the West Brom manager? He is. (laughs) Okay.
0: But obviously not ideal for what Sturridge or West Brom were looking for uh, from Daniel Sturridge.
2: I think Pardue is English for sacked.
0: It could be. They are, at five, points of, they are five points out of. They are five points out of nineteenth. In a in a time when there's there's less than ten points between them and tenth place, and they feel like they're a mile
2: out of nineteen. Mm-hmm. Wow. To use once again a British term, they've been cut adrift mm. at the bottom of the table. I like that, Dave. We're there.
1: We at the end of the pod.
2: We're at the end of the pod. We're gonna have a special show this coming weekend since there's no Premier League matches. Uh, we're we've got two ideas. We're gonna figure out which one we're gonna do. So stay tuned. You're gonna like it either way, Brian. Before we close, yeah, give us some uh, some injury
1: roundup. You want an injury roundup? I want to. I want. I want blurbs. Give me. Give me. Give me the quick hitters.
0: Howdy, partners! It's the injury roundup.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Leroy Sane. Leroy Sané flew to the, to Basel with Manchester City. Trained with the first team, has the potential to start in that match. Everything we said before about Pep aligning his weeks with the rest of humanity's weeks can be safely disregarded. <laughs> It's not, it's not a joke. It's a real... He, he actually did it. Pep expressing surprise at his work ethic and how much he wants to contribute. He's not 100% there, but he's out there, he out there. He wants to help us. It's totally that horse blood treatment in Barcelona. Oh, my gosh. Gabriel Jesus, just to add to the difficulty, Pep said, Today, I would like to rest Aguero, but he's the only striker we have. But Jesus is coming back soon, maybe 10 days, 2 weeks
2: but their Pep Weeks, who knows? Ten days is two weeks for Pep.
0: <laughs> David Silva also back in full training and in contention for the Basel match. So you expect that he should be back barring some kind of other weirdness uh, by the time they play again nine months from now? Aaron Ramsey, <laughs> as we mentioned, missed the North London Derby with a groin strain. I'm guessing between the two Champions League match and the Carabao Cup final versus City, you'll find out probably next week how yeah. healthy he yeah. actually is. Do you yeah. want me to correction,
2: call him? Brian? Europa League matches.
0: So, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, why did I say Champions League? Sorry, Jeez, Dave. I just assumed they, they were better having. than they actually. Oh, nice are.
1: slap there. Appreciate that. Do you want me to call
0: him Rambo? Hey, uh, Sean Dice is thankful for the two weeks off for the list of injuries, but most significantly, Tom Heaton. Back in full, full training, on the grass, diving and stretching, as they said. If Nick Pope owners were not on alert prior to this week's match, they are now. I think next week, but next match week, or the one after that, Nick Pope's time as Pope is... Uh, has ended ross barkley's already out again with another hamstring injury Ah. wilfred (laughs) zaha you weren't buying him anyway (laughs) wilfred zaha the mirror among others are reporting that scans on zaha's knee were better than expected and he's looking at a maximum of six weeks out knowing the dire palace injury situation i'm guessing that's going to be more like four weeks If he goes to the same knee injection specialist that Leroy Sane went to, maybe he'll be back in two or three. Yeah, there you go.
2: That might save pals this season, in all seriousness.
0: And officially, I have no proof Leroy Sane went to anyone unsavory to have his knee fixed. Uh, Seamus Coleman, nothing official yet or still about his injury, just the ongoing hope of Big Sam and everyone else that it's just a short term injury. And Peter Krause. Did you secretly curse him? No, I did not. Okay, I promise seriously. I did not. Peter Crouch, it's not necessarily fantasy significant, but I thought I should mention it because it sounds like it would be gross. Um, he missed out last week because of an ankle infection. He has an infection in an ankle. So it's touch rough. and go for yeah. Peter Crouch. And all right. that's all of the injuries Brian, that you want to know thank about. Thank you. Well
1: done. We always need to know about the Incoming and outgoing and updating of injuries because truly there's no official injury protocol in this damn league. Um, True, Scott, we're there. We now, we're, now we're truly there. FantasySoccerFC dot Fantasy, at Fantasy Soccer FC on Twitter. Absolutely. And uh, Fantasy Soccer FC <laughs> on Facebook. And we're part of a,
2: a growing. FPL podcast community just want to give a quick shout out to Tactics FC say thank you for yeah. all the publicity you've given us uh, it's been it's been much uh,
1: it, it's been happily received listen what we're thankful what Tactics FC is doing is fantastic because they're bringing a ton of soccer slash uh, football pods together mm-hmm. and, and helping organize them in a way people can find them and it's fantastic. Yeah. He's doing a great job.
2: And it's definitely been beneficial for us and so we're grateful. Thank you very much.
1: Absolutely. Alright. Well, a Special we pod th- next week. Yep. For the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.